Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Pleasantly surprising day, and that's a great thing. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in with us. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Years ago, when I first started covering college football in the Big Sky Conference, Pro Day was one of the most exciting days of the year because the University of Montana had a pipeline straight to the NFL. Then there was this lull where neither of the Montana schools, and Montana State was putting a a guy or two each year into camps, and then they had a couple in a row that that really got shots, starting with Dan Fletcher. And then there was this lull where there wasn't much NFL action going on. Well, then... It shifted into Montana State's favor. And last year, the Pro Day at MSU was one of the most well-attended and uh, certainly one of the most hyped Pro Days in recent memory in the state of Montana because of guys like Troy Anderson and Daniel Hardy, who both ended up getting their names called uh, in the NFL draft. It's been a little while since the Grizz have had a a bona fide, awesome Pro Day with a bunch of NFL prospects. Well, today... They had exactly that, and I thought several of the young men down there at the University of Montana shined brightly, and it was very fun to be down there to watch it. It was freezing cold when the outdoor stuff started, uh, but I thought Patrick O'Connell, Justin Ford, Malik Flowers, and Marcus Weldell all uh, at least met, if not exceeded, expectations. So we will talk all about the Grizz Pro Day in both hours here on Nuanas Now. Got you some uh, rapid reactions here right off the top. And then we'll play interviews with all four of those young men I just listed. Uh, Patrick O'Connell, a linebacker out of of Kalispell. Marcus Wellnell, a linebacker out of Helena. Malik Flowers, a kick returner and wide receiver out of Southern California. And Justin Ford, an All-American cornerback who uh, came to Montana by way of Louisville but hails from North Carolina. So it would be fun to hear from those guys the process it took to get to this point, the stuff that they did, uh, investing in themselves, and uh, then what it's like to have your future be determined by a matter of a tenth or two of a second. It is sort of silly how minuscule 
the margin of error can be and how literally your your pro dreams can die because of two-tenths of a second. But that's, is, that is what it is. And also, you know, as Stephen Failer, former Grizz tight end, who's uh, now a strength trainer and a, a fitness coach here, in, I guess a strength coach here in town, uh, he, a guy that went to the NFL himself, he and I were standing there watching for a little while, and and he said, you just got to overcome everything in these. And, and that's some of the reasons why some of these guys from Montana did rise to the highest heights once upon a time uh, because they did it in bad elements, on a bad field, whatever. Today the field was slick, the wind was blowing, yet there still was some standout performances, and uh, that's what it's all about. So uh, cool for those guys, proud of those guys. Uh, the great group of guys, and it was fun seeing them down there. Montana State's Pro Day is tomorrow, so we'll have full results from that as well. Uh, we will not be on hand in person tomorrow, but I, I will try to round up an interview or two for you from MSU's Pro Day as well. Uh, but plenty of other stuff to talk about as well. It was a national championship game last night. Uh, it was a little bit anticlimactic because UConn opened up a lead, held a lead, and basically cruised. San Diego State did cut it to five with about five minutes to play. But the Huskies win going away, their fifth national championship since 1999, and they are the cream of the college basketball crop one more time. Amazing uh, how a tiny little school in a tiny little town like Storrs, Connecticut, has been able to reach this level, but they have. We also got some stuff about the community here in Missoula. Carrie McHugh, the executive director of the YMCA here in Missoula, she'll join us to tell us all about the Riverbank Run, which is one of the great uh, Missoula events. It comes back year after year after year. Uh, it's almost always sort of a celebration of the beginning of spring, and, and by gosh, I hope it is. We need the spring worse than ever right now. So Carrie McHugh will join us here in about 10 minutes. We also have a pair of guests coming into studio. If you're watching on TV or the ESPN MT app, you see our new uh, trophies. We talked about this all week last week, but I picked the trophies up. Thanks to our good friends at All-American Trophy for making the trophies, and thanks to our great friends at Vertical Rays for sponsoring our inaugural ESPN MT and Vertical Rays Class AA and A Boys and Girls Basketball Players of the Year. Our AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year, Alex Coville. She of Missoula Hellgate and her head coach, Matty Keast, will each be in studio with us here at 4.30. So excited for that. We also have our Treasure State Stars for the week like we do each and every week. We also have Tagliari for you, uh, free tag uh, like we do every Tuesday here on Tag Tuesday. And we also have a 40-15 making the rounds uh, around the wide world of University of Montana soccer. Specifically this week, Andrew Houghton's guest on Soccer and Snow and Smoke, a soccer podcast is Taylor Hanson, a former Grizz soccer player who's now playing professionally. And uh, so we get an update from her, what's going on in her life, and uh, get you all caught up with one of the best to play at Montana here uh, in recent years. There you go. It's your show outlook. It's presented uh, by us here today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I, uh, I'm just so used to having it presented. Uh, and everybody that wants to present the show outlook, give me a call. <laughs> Shameless sales Tactics here uh, on Nuanas now. But let's dive into our Big Sky Spotlight. It's presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Dave Maldonado is the founder and owner of Maldonado Law. He was born and raised in Billings, Montana, graduated from West High School, and then served in the military. Uh, this service included tours in Kosovo and Iraq, for which he was awarded the Bronze Star. Uh, over the last decade plus, though, Dave has made a name as one of the top trial attorneys in the state of Montana. He is a master and expert in criminal defense, and he's also an ace when it comes to personal injury, particularly when it comes to fighting the insurance companies. So if you need any help legally, particularly when it comes to battling the insurance companies, you've been in an accident that wasn't your fault, give Dave and his team a call, or better yet, way easier to remember, visit BigSkyDefender.com. Now, the way that this Pro Day stuff works, uh, it's a little bit interesting as somebody in the media, just in terms of covering it, as somebody in the media, you uh, can only go to the parts that are outside. So the uh, the bench press, the vertical jump, some of that stuff, uh, we, we were not on hand to see that. But then when you're out on the field, you're trying to not get in the way of the scouts. 
but you're also trying to uh, and and there's no real docket either like in terms of quote unquote official results. Each scout is taking his own times, his own measurables. Each scout is writing it all in his own little notebook. But you got to think that all these guys are scouting for opposing NFL teams. So while, you know, maybe congenial as colleagues, they're certainly not trying to share information with each other. The guys that are at this level scouting, they're trying to find the diamond in the rough from a school like Montana to bring them to their respective front office and present to them. So I guess there's no real consensus way to find the numbers. You're also trying to stay out of the way of the drills. Uh, you know, they're there for, for scouting purposes. They don't care about getting exposure or whatever uh, for the for the deal. But anyways, I digress. The point is that you're sort of running around with a, like a chicken with your head cut off trying to get the official results. Some of the stuff is pretty tangible, pretty easy. Like when they're doing the broad jump, the guy jumps and then they measure it. And that's there's no delineation between what the mark is. The mark is the mark, and that's what everybody writes down. So, so that makes sense. But then the 40 times, everybody's got their own stopwatch. Everybody's timing it. So these times are as accurate as we possibly could get. Like I said, I was standing there with Steve Failer for a while, uh, the uh, the head guy over there at Failer Sports Specific. He trained uh, Marcus Weldell leading up to this process. And uh, he also got you know got a good relationship with all these guys as a former University of Montana, uh, all-big sky player himself. And so he had the stopwatch. So we were kind of comparing notes. I was timing on my phone. He was timing on the stopwatch. Our stuff was you know, about two to three one-hundredths of a second with, within each other. But they also have now released later on this afternoon some, I guess, as close as we're going to get to, officially official results. Uh, so here's the, the standouts from Montana's Pro Day today. By the way, it is Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Carrie McHugh from the Missoula YMCA coming up in about five minutes, and then we'll tell you what all this stuff means uh, from the Pro Day in hour number two, and we'll hear from some of these guys. Justin Ford, one of the main draws at this pro day, a, a former FBS player who started his career at Louisville and uh, then transferred to Montana. He, uh, the tail of the tape on Justin Ford, six foot one, two hundred one pounds, so that's good. Seventy four and a half inch wingspan, so uh, long arms. You definitely, you definitely want to have a wingspan that's longer than the height you are tall. So Justin Ford is seventy three inches tall, a seventy four and a half inch wingspan. That's good. That means you have long arms. Uh, Ford was impressive on the bench press, 20 reps. Also good in the vertical jump, 35-inch vertical. 9-7 in the broad jump, which is uh, which is fine. It doesn't hurt him. 4-6-5 in the 40-yard in the dash. That's like the exact number that he, he absolutely had to run, 4-6-5. Any slower, and your dreams die hard as a corner. Any faster, you're blowing up. 4-6-5 is going to knock him a little bit. But I do think because he came in big, at 201 pounds, and then he also showed great agility in the pro shuttle. 446 was his time, and the L drill 719. Those are both uh, above average to, to great times. I think all of it uh, pretty pretty good. I, I think that the thing that helps Justin Ford most, and we'll get into more analysis about all this later on, but the thing that helps Ford the most is that he looks the part in terms of not just as a corner. He looks more like a safety. He's bigger and heavier, and he runs really well. If, if he's a safety at 6'1", 201 that runs 4'6", that's great. So uh, maybe just not running that 4'4". Four, four. Uh, I don't know if it I, – I guess if he can show position versatility, that'll help him. More on that here in just a little while. Um, these are all from the Montana Grizz football Twitter account, by the way. Patrick O'Connell, he clocks in at 6'1", 227 pounds. 77-and-a-half-inch wingspan, so very, very long arms. That's good, especially for a guy that is a potential edge guy. He did not do the bench press, but he blew the doors off the thing with a 38-and-a-half-inch vertical jump and a 10-foot-2 broad jump. Both of those are exceptional numbers. Both of those are better than what Troy Anderson notched at the NFL Combine. So that's, that's well, that's actually not true. Troy Anderson broad jump 10-6, but that's a better vertical than Troy Anderson had and a comparable broad jump, so that's pretty cool. Talked to Patty O'Connell in the midst of his drills, and he was like, how about that broad jump? I was like, bro, that was big time. And he's like, that came out of nowhere, man. He's like, I've never broad jumped over 10 feet in my life. He's like, I was all juiced up. Let that one rip. So that was pretty cool. Uh, He ran well, looked fluid in his 40. He ran. I had him at 4.59. They're reporting 4.65. But either way, he just had to get under 4.7. Under 4.7 was going to help him. 
and uh, and he got under there. He also was 4.28 seconds in the pro shuttle and 6.97 in the L drill, which are great times uh, for a linebacker. Malik Flowers, everybody wanted to see what he could throw down uh, on the 40, and he did not disappoint. 4.46 seconds in the 40, which is very impressive. 4.39 seconds in the pro shuttle and 7.13 seconds in the L drill. All those were good, were uh, really good. 4.46 is exceptional. Broad jump of 10 feet, which is exceptional. Vertical jump of 34 inches, which is uh, above average to good. And uh, did 12 reps on the bench press as well. So uh, did nothing but help himself there. Eli Alford uh, for the Grizz, he had 31 bench reps. That was the top mark of the day there. He also ran 5-2 in the uh, 40-yard dash, which is pretty impressive for a guy that weighs 294 pounds. And uh, he showed decent agility in the uh, the pro shuttle uh, as well as the L drill. Uh, th- those are the four that they've posted so far. Oh, here we go. Here's Marcus Wellnell as well. That was the other one that I wanted to get to. Wellnell, great on the bench, 27 reps. That really helps him. 36.5-inch vertical. That also helps him. 9-11 in the broad jump. Very good. And... 4.72 in the 40-yard dash, which that's exactly like where Wellnell needed to be. Anything slower than 4.7 and, you know, your dream kind of fades. But right at 4.7, I actually had him at 4.64, 4.68. So under 4.7, that, that's pretty good. He was 6 feet tall, 223 pounds, and a 74-inch wingspan. So uh, more on these guys a little bit later. Jaden Dawson. Uh, cornerback for the Grizz, Adam Botkin, a kicker for the Grizz. They also participated, as did three players from the NAIA ranks. So uh, more on Grizz Pro Day with interviews uh, in hour number two. Let's do what is now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, here on your Tuesday. Coming up. A little later on, we got some free Taglieri for it. Taglieri has a new location down there in the Sawmill District. And uh, so go check them out. We'll be giving you an opportunity to win free tag uh, here in uh, in just a little while uh, on Nuana's Dow. We, time now, though, for our Garden City Spotlight. It's presented by Missoula Electric Co-op. Missoula Electric Co-op has been serving its members across Western Montana for more than eight decades. And we got one of the uh, the great Missoula springtime events coming up. It's the Riverbank Run put on by the Missoula YMCA. And uh, back for what seems like her annual appearance here on this show, uh, Carrie McHugh of the Missoula YMCA joins us now uh, on Nuanas. Now, Carrie, thanks so much for joining us. How you been? What's going on? Oh, thanks for having me. And it has kind of become a tradition with this race. I get to visit you guys over at ESPN. It's wonderful. Well, very happy to have you here. For those wondering, uh, the race is coming up. Uh, We are into the month of the Riverbank Run, coming up later on uh, this month, uh, Saturday, April 29th. So, Carrie, just give us some of the the broad details of this. This thing's been going on forever. I can remember Riverbank Runs all the way back to when I was a kid. So uh, how many are we on now? And just give people some of the basic details of the Riverbank Run. Oh, great question. It's so amazing. We are on year 51 wow. of this event. And even even despite our little buddy COVID, we um, offered a virtual event that year. But um, we are back downtown this year, which is super exciting for the 51st annual event. Um, we had some of that bridge construction work going on. And so we moved the race to the Y property and out behind the Y in Midtown. And we are stoked to bring the race back downtown on April 29th this year for the 51st annual. Well, very cool. I think that will be uh, very welcome to all the participants. The finish in downtown Missoula is always uh, so great. And uh, everybody loves just gathering and hanging out in Karis Park after uh, it's all said and done. Just tell people sort of just the entry point for all this, because there's obviously a lot of incredibly talented and uh, competitive runners in and around Missoula. But uh, there's also a lot of opportunities for in this race as well for people that maybe just want to be outside and have some fun. So just take us through that element of this thing. Yeah, so I think the cool thing about the Riverbank Run is it, it pretty much offers an option for everybody. We have different distances to choose from, and we really encourage all physical levels to join because you could walk, 
run. It's a chip time event, which means your time doesn't start till you cross the start line and it ends when you cross the finish line. So it gives everybody an opportunity to run with their friends or their family or power walk, whatever you're looking to do. Or um, we have this amazing program, the Grade School Challenge, where we get all the elementary students across Missoula in a little healthy competition to see if their school can win the Grade School Challenge trophy, get out on race day and run. And so your 10K, um, that's your longest distance of a single race that goes off at 9 a.m. And every race starts downtown at Higgins and Broadway. And then you can do the 5K at 1030. And then you can do the one mile fun run at 1145. And if you're really um, into running or into training or you just want bragging rights, you can do the trifecta where you actually run all three of those races for a combined time, which is pretty awesome. That sounds like something that's going to be incredibly competitive around these parts because there's a lot of outstanding runners uh, in this neck of the woods. Yeah. Carrie McHugh, You're uh, right. Carrie McHugh of the uh, Missoula YMCA joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana, and the ESPN MT app. In terms of just the YMCA, you guys do so much great so much great work in this community and you give back uh, so often. So how is this sort of just an extension of your guys's mission and what you want to contribute to the city of Missoula? Oh, I, I love that question because I think that's the, the reason we put on this event. Um, we're incredibly lucky with our sponsors. Providence is our title and the big heavy hitters of Stockton Bank, Good Food Store, Shields, Runner's Edge, West Montana Clinic, all local, Sprinkler Maniac, Where Your Roots, like they make this race possible and they make it affordable for all families. And it is a fundraiser for the Y. So all of the race fees that we that we end up earning at this event go right back to Missoula Y people. So we can scholarship any program we offer from swim lessons to summer camp to childcare. Um, it's all on a sliding scale based on what you can pay. And so it's a really cool thing to be able to offer a chip time family event, um, bring everybody out in Missoula community. It gets volunteers and spectators down to businesses downtown. Um, the local sponsors step up in such a big way to make this possible. And then it all stays right here in Missoula to make this, this community better and accessible for everybody. So we're pretty proud to put on this event. And we love that it's out in, in town, not just at the Y building. So it's a great way to get involved in your local Y um, without actually stepping in through our doors. And it's an opportunity to be healthy. So we're pretty proud to offer this for Missoula community. And like you said, Missoula, they love to run. We're so fortunate. We live in a healthy city, and so we're happy to help with that as well. The Missoula Riverbank Run, back for year 51. How cool is that? It's certainly one of the best events uh, of the spring, and uh, usually foreshadowing for summer. We need this winter to end so unbelievably bad right <laughs> now, so I'm really open. Yes, we do. Yeah, I'm really open here in the next couple of weeks by the time the Riverbank Run uh, rolls around that uh, we are officially full into spring and maybe even sniffing a little bit of summer. Uh, Karen McHugh joining us from the Missoula YMCA. Anything else uh, people need to know about this or any other details that are important? I think the best is just you can go to the, the website, riverbankrun.org, and that will give you all the information about packet pickup, uh, what races start when, what distances we have. Um, you can check out the really cool logo. It's a, a pretty awesome new design. Every year we get new art for this event. Um, so that's kind of fun to check out. And you can register up until race day and on race day uh, downtown at the start at Higgins and Broadway. So the race is the 29th. Still time to train or still time to join your friends and have a nice walk and hopefully a chat and some sunshine. But we'd love to see you on the 29th. Well, sounds like so much fun. We'll keep telling you about this over the next couple of weeks. And also just make sure to go check out everything that the Missoula YMCA's got going on in general. Heather Foster joined us a couple of weeks ago as well to talk about their capital campaign. And they're doing so many great things in the community, helping out with literally thousands of the youth in this community, specifically young kids. And there's so many kids 
get an opportunity to use the YMCA day in and day out. So it's something that's really, really good for this community. So go check out ymcamissoula.org. You can find all the information about the upcoming Riverbank Run, which is, again, on Saturday, April 29th. Uh, but go visit their website just in general because they're doing so many great things uh, in this community, and we're happy, as always, to help spread the word. Carrie, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, but thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. There you go, Carrie McHugh, Executive Director of the Missoula YMCA, the uh, Riverbank Run, upcoming uh, later on this month. One uh, more pro day results for you. Jaden Dawson also participated. And it's interesting when you're watching guys do the uh, non-timed, like not the timed running drills, but just the, the football drills. Just when the scouts are guiding them to show them this coverage, this pass drop, whatever it might be. I actually thought Dawson looked among the best of the Grizz. And he was a good player this last uh, year for the Grizz after transfer from Idaho State. Uh, his numbers were, were, were okay. 30-inch vertical is okay. 9-6 broad jump is very good. Seven, uh, four seven six in the 40-yard dash, which is slow for a corner, but 4.4 in the pro shuttle, which would have been a top eight time among corners. That shows you how fluid his hips are. But in terms of the breaks and you know showing them the press man stuff and, and getting into his drops and into the zones and stuff like that, I thought Jane Dawson actually looked uh, as good as anybody uh, on Montana's Pro Day today. So we'll have more uh, on the Montana Pro Day well, in hour number two. But we got to get out because we got a trophy to give. Coming up next, Missoula Hellgate Girls Basketball. Alex Coville, our Vertical Rays and ESPN MT Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year will join us in studio along with her head coach, Missoula Hellgate head girls basketball coach, Maddie Keast. That's next. Don't change the dial. We're giving away trophies. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I've already admitted it uh, on the show, but as somebody that's a huge hip-hop fan, the one thing that I do have a hard time keeping up with is all the new hip-hop. I know the door's heavy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Tomas Now, ESPN Radio. And uh, we're getting a little hip-hop education from the high school kids around town. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here on your Tuesday. I'm excited about this. We embarked on a new endeavor. We partnered with our great friends at Vertical Rays, give away a quartet of high school basketball interviews, including girls and boys basketball players of the year for both Class AA and Class A. We heard from Royce Robinson, the Class A boys basketball player of the year last week. He was not able to come in studio because, you know, Lewistown's like 600 miles away from here. But we do have now our Class AA girls basketball player of the year in studio with us because she's a Missoulian. Alex Coville of Missoula Hellgate joining us in studio, as is Maddie Keese, the head coach uh, of Missoula Hellgate. Thanks for being here, ladies. How you doing? Thank you. I'm good. How about you? Very good. Uh, first of all, we'll, we'll just start at the very beginning. You're wearing your uh, your Wazoo sweatshirt, and that's pretty cool. Uh, very indicative of the great senior year and the great career you had there at Missoula Hellgate. You're headed to the Pac-12. Uh, but just take us through it. I mean, 
What sort of things did you learn over these last couple of years at Hellgate that kind of set the stage for uh, now this next step for you going to play in the Pac-12? Yeah, I've learned a lot, especially under great coaching staff, um, Robin Brady, Henthorne, and then obviously Matty Keese. But um, obviously overall, just like I said, like being a good teammate, building confidence, learning how to use my height in the post, like learning it, learning how to use it to my advantage, everything and all of that. So, yeah. <laughs> It was crazy watching the state tournament. I was in Butte. I haven't got to go to a state tournament in a long time because usually it's the same time as the Big Sky tournament. But this year they were spaced out a little bit. State tournament was nuts. Uh, your guys' postseason was nuts, though, right? Getting all the way to the Western AA championship game, then the buzzer beater, but then you guys bounced back in a good win, and then uh, the way that it all played out, I don't know if anybody predicted it was going to be West versus Flathead. So, Maggie, just take us through it. Uh, pretty crazy last couple weeks of the season for you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean... We lost, what, we lost seven games this year, and six of them were at the buzzer. So, <laughs> it's um, unbelievable, right? Yeah, it, I mean, definitely you kind of go back and you think, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, or call that extra timeout, or, you know, whatever. You can go back and dwell on it. But I definitely think um, just the path that we ended up going on, the path that we took, there's a reason for it and a purpose for it. And unfortunately, you know, Al suffered an injury um, right before that last game, and so she wasn't able to compete in her last game. And... That's not my experience as a senior. I didn't get to play in the state championship game my senior year. And so um, definitely just hopefully some lessons learned and some things that she can take away and that I can take away as a coaching staff looking forward to next year and stuff. So I will say, though, of, uh, of these four awards that we decided upon, uh, the AA girls was the most competitive one because there's a lot of very, very worthy candidates. Uh, we had a lot of feedback about Kennedy Moore from Flathead, who's an outstanding player, Leah Bauman from Billings West, Courtney Grossman from Billings West, who are both outstanding players, Brianna Williams, who's the Gatorade Player of the Year out of Billings Skyview. Uh, but we settled upon Alex because I thought she had the best impact on both sides of the court. It wasn't just the scoring, one of the leading scorers in AA, but also one of the leading rebounders, and uh, pretty hard to deny four and a half blocks per game. I mean, that's a, that's an unbelievable number. He almost had 100 blocks in like a 20-game season. It's it's crazy to even think about that. Uh, but how much, on, uh, in that element, though, just mm-hmm. the competition in this state, how much did that help you just, just get better? I think, like, being pushed, like, even in, I mean, yeah, the double-A, it, it's great talent in there. And so, I mean, you're pushed every game that you play. Like, And I think, like, this year especially, there was a great senior um class that really like playing against like Kennedy Moore and like even Brianna Williams even though I didn't get a chance to play against her but I mean they push you every game and you really get to like be able to go out there and like compete yeah there's such a great lineage of great post players from girls basketball yeah. in this state too mm-hmm. did you have anybody that you looked up to growing up because there's been a lot of gals that have sort of walked this same path yeah. before you mm-hmm. um I mean I've always been a fan of Brianna Stewart so and yeah. she, she's a taller player too so yeah I think really anyone that's a post player I've always looked up to well and you got a little uh, coaching at, at the on the home front too right yep. uh, for those that haven't followed along her dad Nate uh, played for the Grizz back in the day and was a coach for the Lady Grizz and uh, your mom also was a former Lady Grizz right mm-hmm. yep. how much do you think that helped you just having basketball in your life from a very young age yeah they they've definitely been a big part of my process um I mean even from when I was like little and starting basketball like I would always be in the gym with my dad or like my mom or getting shots up so they've definitely helped guide me along the way. Alex Coville, our Vertical Rays and ESPN MT Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year in studio with us from Missoula Hellgate along with Missoula Hellgate head coach Maddie Keast. From a coach's perspective, uh, having a 6'6 rim protector, that's that's pretty good for the defensive scheming, right? I mean, how much does it help you, though, just being able to do a whole bunch of diverse things when you know you have the, the rim protected? Oh, I mean, it's it's amazing. And, I mean, honestly, like, I can't speak. I mean, obviously, I've watched enough Missoula basketball the last couple of years and everything that I'd heard of Alex, and I'd gone and watched her play prior and stuff. Um, so I've obviously seen the impact that I know that she has. But being able to witness it, you know, firsthand every single day um, and get an opportunity to be your coach, um, there, there's so many facets of Alex's game of Alex's game that sets her apart. It's not just the fact that she's six six. It's not just the fact that um, you know it, some things come easier to her. Like um, being able to you know utilize her and, and being able to see some of the things that she does. Like every single day, there is something that I would look at the coaching staff and be like, oh my god, like she just did that. Like it just <laughs> it is. It, she made it easy, and so um, I think she's very deserving of this award for sure. In terms of your development, just watching you throughout your high school years, you really did improve so much offensively, particularly. Mm. What went into that? I mean, how did you make such strides offensively? 
Um, I think like working outside of the season for sure, just kind of putting in that time, um, getting a lot of shots up in the gym. And I really want to, I mean, this year especially, I really want to work on expanding my range a little bit more and kind of pushing myself outside of the post area. So um, yeah, definitely working on that outside of season, getting some, getting a lot of shots up, you know, learning how to attack the rim maybe a little bit more, even though I didn't really do that a whole bunch of season, <laughs> but growing within that too, I, yeah, I would say just work outside of season. Uh, Maddie, you, you have a lot of experience in terms of the transition from high school to college now. Yeah. Seems to be like a prospect with a ton of upside. So I mean, what do you think her upside is? Oh, I, I think it's limitless. I mean, I honestly think Alex, um, I think, there's nothing that can stop her. I mean, she's so driven. She's so motivated. She holds herself and those around her to such a high standard. Um, you know, she made me a better coach. She makes her teammates better every single day in practice. I think she gets, you know, the amazing opportunity to go play for Cami and um, in a Pac-12 conference. And I think um, her teammates will continue to elevate her. I think she'll continue to elevate those around her, get stronger, get faster, get quicker. Um, yeah, I mean, just the way Alex moves and the upside that she already has and the things that she's already taken the time to work on and to develop are pretty rare for high school kids to even be able to recognize that aspect of their games. And she's already invested time into that as a high school student and so um, and a high school player. And so I think once she gets to college, like, the ceiling is it's, it's limitless. You're a basketball player, but also a student athlete too, right? So have you thought about what you want to pursue in school at Wazoo? Um, I'm going to study human d- human development <laughs> nice. sorry, to go into occupational therapy. Oh, very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a uh, just student at Hellgate High School perspective, mm-hmm. what was it like watching the boys go on the run uh, they went on? It was crazy. Yeah, I'm so proud of them, honestly. Like, they deserve it. They're really good. They, they've been really good, like, the past four years I've seen them play and I know Coach Hayes like he does a great job at coaching them and yeah they have a lot of talent this year so they're absolutely deserving of it. Very talented but they also were able to peak at the right time. I thought oh, that yeah. uh, the state championship game was I mean yeah. the best game that they've played in several years and that, that's yeah. so cool to see that happen in the biggest moment so from a coach's perspective what did you think of uh, the, the, the finish of the Hellgate boys season? Oh I mean I thought it was incredible. I think Jeff and Eric do such a great job. I was fortunate enough to get coached by Eric um, at the U um, while I was there for a short time and um, I, I just think they, well, you said exactly, they peaked at the right time. Their role players came in. You look at, like, Donovan Headswift. He had an amazing game rebound-wise, just offensive yeah. boards, putbacks. Um, you know, you have kids like Easton knocking down big shots. Connor Dick's going to always do his thing. Um, you get, you know, kids off the bench like Quinn and Leo that came in and knocked down some big shots, made some big plays. They just all peaked at the right time and facilitated each other. And, um yeah, it was awesome to see. Super proud of them. Yeah, I say thanks to our great friends at Vertical Rays for uh, helping introduce this idea here. We are going to continue this. These are the inaugural awards for basketball. We're going to have some football awards in the fall, and we'll certainly have more of these basketball awards next season. If you're not familiar with Vertical Rays, Vertical Rays is a great way to raise money uh, in a variety of different ways, but they have a, a high emphasis on high school sports, and they've helped several high school sporting organizations around Missoula and around Montana uh, already raise a bunch of money. But if, if you are unfamiliar, go check them out, verticalraise.com. And uh, to be fair, these awards, they're not just Missoula awards. These are statewide awards. We just happen to have our two AA winners from right here in Missoula because we have such outstanding uh, local athletes here in Missoula. But go check out uh, verticalraise.com. Uh, you can always get a hold of Pete Hamill, our good buddy, uh, who is the local rep here uh, in Missoula. As part of my uh, other endeavor at Skyline Sports, I've covered the Big Sky Conference now for 17 years, so I got a chance to know Coach Etheridge when she was at Northern Colorado. Mm-hmm. Was so unbelievably impressed with her, her style, and, and the way that she got that program mm-hmm. rolling along. Now here at Washington State, she's got that thing humming along, too, and uh, yeah. they had a great end of their season winning the Pac-12 tournament. So mm-hmm. what would you like about Coach, Coach Etheridge? What do you think of this opportunity you have to go play for her? Um, I would say like the number one things overall that I was looking at in schools was their ability to um, develop post players and Cami Etheridge like she has that down like and I think that's the number one reason why I went to or I chose to go to Washington State just because she knows how to play big players she knows how to practice with them she knows how to develop them and so that's a big thing that I was looking at in my recruiting process other than that like I really love her coaching style I love the coaching staff and then I mean the girls too they're all really nice they're all really welcoming and that's just people that I want to be around well Washington State's a great place I think you're gonna love it it's uh I think it'll be an easy transition too because there's a lot of friendly people it's very much like Montana what else has you excited about uh, your next chapter though um, I think just like being able to play against really good competition, like girls that are taller than me, stronger than me, like 
I won't be like the tallest one on the court. It's kind of nice. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Did you ladies watch? I'm sure you did. I think everybody in America was watching the Final Four this last week. But how could you not? I mean, it was captivating. It was it was better than the men's Final Four. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, what did you What did you guys think? What did you think of uh, just the way that it all went down? A couple unbelievable games. Yeah, I actually got the opportunity to watch Caitlin Clark in person last week. Um, oh wow, which is amazing. And so, so you got, you went to the Sweet Sixteen then? Yeah, we got to watch Louisville, Old Miss, um, nice. Colorado, and Iowa. Were, were you out in Seattle? Yeah, or, I was oh, out nice. In Seattle. Very and, cool. Uh, I mean, watching her in person, like I grew up in Seattle where I had season tickets to the Storm, so I got to watch some phenomenal players. Like I mean, Sue Bird, Dan Tarasi, growing up, like all those. Caitlin Clark is unbelievable. I've She's never it. seen anybody control the tempo of a game so much. Like everything is in her control, and it's just at will. Her court ability, her vision, um, ability to score, just at will. It's. She's phenomenal. And, Shout out to LSU. And, and Alex, what do you think of this now, this opportunity? Because you have opportunity to join a team now that was just a five seed in the tournament, <laughs> yeah. so you might be playing in this thing next year. Yeah. That's probably crazy to imagine. It is, yeah. I I don't even think I'm ready for it, honestly. Like, I think it's just far beyond what I even know how to experience and, like, to stay tournament-wise, I'm, I'm just not used to that kind of stuff. But you must be uh, so happy and proud, both of you guys, of just the way that uh, women's basketball has grown. It's become such an awesome sport for everybody to watch. I'm so glad people are getting a chance to enjoy it. Yeah, I know. It, it's great. Like, the women's game, I feel like, is growing huge, and so I think that it's just – it's a good thing that, like – I don't know. I, th- I think it's just great that the women's game is growing. It, it, it is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we have you here, just give us a quick scout on uh, next year's Hellgate team. Because I know you guys, uh, fourth place this year, you obviously yeah. have a big one to replace here <laughs> in, in Alex. But Chloe Larson's coming back, yeah. and you got some other good talent as well. So what's uh, what's up with Hellgate basketball next year? We're a little bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, but I think we have, you know, we have such a great group of kids that are returning. Like you said, Chloe was a first-team All-State um, recipient this year, which is amazing. Um, we have some really feisty guards. Uh, I was kind of scouting what Old Miss does defensively because they're a little bit mm-hmm. undersized, and so I think that's going to be kind of our MO next year. Um, just be some defensive dogs, I guess, and uh, figure out how to facilitate those that are hitting and get some kids uh, some confidence with the ball. Um, yeah, I'm excited, and the impact that Alex has left at Hellgate, I think, is really motivating and encouraging. And uh, although we'll definitely miss her in the stat columns, her her impact and stuff will still continue on. Alex Govill, Missoula Hellgate, our Vertical Rays and ESPN MT, Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year. Last thing for you, then what will you remember most about your time with the Hellgate Knights? I would say everything. (laughs) Specifically, I guess the bus rides back from games, those were always fun. Yeah, you got to hear a lot of that. (laughs) Her rowdy crew. Yeah, I'll miss miss everyone. It was such a great season, and I had so much fun. I think that's a great way to end your senior season is just having fun. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to miss this place, but I've had a great time here. We'll be very fun watching you uh, in your next chapters, and uh, congratulations. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. We will keep on rolling these out. I don't know how we're going to figure out how to way uh, to get a trophy up to have her, but uh, we'll definitely have Yolanda Miller, uh, Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year, on the show uh, coming up soon. And uh, Connor Dick, he joined us right after they won the uh, state championship. So we're going to wait a little bit. Once Connor knows what he's doing next, then we'll have him in studio. We'll talk about that, and we'll give him his award. Uh, but thanks again to Vertical Rays for their support on this and their great idea to get this uh, going. And uh, we really appreciate them. Also, thanks to our friends at All-American Trophy for these awesome trophies as well. Visit verticalraise.com to learn how Vertical Raise can help you with any of your fundraising efforts. Some of the best performances around the state of Montana, we do it every week. It's our Treasure State Stars. It's a track-heavy one because we're finally into spring sports. We'll do that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. Is this like corrupt? Is it some dog pound? Or is it not? Is it so much newer than this? Well, Coulter, it isn't that new of a song. Okay. It's from an artist named YG okay. out of Southern California. And I kind of thought it kind of sounds a little old school. I know you like the old school hip hop. Sure. But it's a little bit more current. So there I you go. figured there's YG 400 for you, Coulter. <laughs> Hip-hop beats. Jeff Safford on the mic. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. That was just fun, man. I loved it. 
Uh, first time giving away some awards. We're officially official. Gotta love it. Uh, congratulations to Alex Koval, Missoula Hellgate, our Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year, presented by Vertical Rays and ESPN MT. We talked to our uh, good buddy Royce Robinson, the Class A winner uh, for boys basketball last week. Our AA boys basketball winner, Connor Dick. So we'll have him in studio, the Missoula Hellgate senior, once he makes his next decision. We've already sort of recapped his high school basketball career and his state championship performance because he came on uh, just a couple days after they won the state title. Um, so we need some some fresh content with Connor. But once he makes his college decision, we'll have him in here. We'll give him the uh, the trophy. And uh, we're also efforting, and we'll come up with a strategy to give the award to and and hear from Yelena Miller of Haber High School, the Class A Girls Basketball Player of the Year. But uh, fun doing those awards. Thanks to our great partners uh, at Vertical Rays. It's time now, first of all, for some free sandwiches. This is funny because I was, uh, so Tagliari Deli has a new location right there in the Samba District, right by my house. Uh, unsurprisingly, I've already been there like three times, even though they've only been open for like 10 days. But I was talking to some folks that worked down there, and they were pronouncing it Tagliere. And so I was thinking to myself, man, have I been getting this all wrong, all messed up all along? But actually, there's multiple pronunciations of it. So whatever you call it, that's great. Some people say Taglieri. Some people say Taglier. Some people just call it Tag. No matter what you call it, Taglieri has the best sandwiches anywhere in the state of Montana. They also have specialty Italian goods like pasta, pasta sauces, olive oils, and they also have a great old world wine selection as well. Check them out now. Two locations. One right next to the roundabout, Higgins and Beckwith, and one right off of Wyoming Street in the Sawmill District. If you're ordering online, which I highly suggest, you can just plug your order in right there. They'll have it ready for you. You can just grab it right out of the cooler. You don't even have to talk to anybody. You can just walk in, grab your order, and you're out. But if you're ordering online, make sure you're ordering it from the right location, or better yet, make sure you're going to the location that you ordered it from to pick it up. That's the key here is see which one you ordered it from, whichever one works, it's not like with delivery where you got to order it from the one that's closest to you. You can go to whichever one you want, but just make sure you go to the one that you ordered from. It's not complicated. You order from Wyoming Street, go to Wyoming Street. You order from uh, Beckwith and Higgins, go to Beckwith and Higgins. It's easy. Also, tune in every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now for your chance to win free Tagliari Deli. Including right now. Call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. Call number four. We got a $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Deli, 406-888-1029. Call right now. Tag Tuesday, presented by Tagliari Deli, every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. Let's do our Treasure State Stars, best individual performances from around the state of Montana. We do this each week. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Treasure State star number one, how about the Grizz men's track and field team? It's been 10 long years since they beat Montana State in a duel, but they did it on Saturday. The weather conditions weren't ideal. The Bobcats were a little bit shorthanded, but either way, some outstanding performances by the Grizz helped boost them to a rivalry duel victory uh, over the Cats for the first time since 2013. Here are some of the standout performances. First of all, Paul Johnstone, a Forsyth native, he was the hero. He had a photo finish lean through the tape to lift UM to a 4x400-meter relay victory. And that victory in the final event of the meet helped boost the Grizz to a win. That victory was worth five points. They needed four and they won by four. So Paul Johnstone, a Forsyth product, a former Class B star, uh, not only did he score points in the 400 individually, but he runs the winning leg on the 4x400-meter relay team. Probably the best meet, or the best performance excuse me, individually of the meet for the Grizz came from Evan Todd. I think we probably call him the friend of the show. He's come on the show, I think, three times because he's been such a standout in the javelin ever since he stepped foot on the UM campus. He's a Kalispell Glacier product. And he ripped one. 
222 feet early season is a great throw. If he gets up into the 230s like he has uh, the last couple springs, he'll certainly be a regional qualifier. And that's the caliber this young man is. If he can keep on climbing, he might even be a national championship type qualifier. But 222 right out the gates is outstanding. Uh, 230 is like that that champion, big sky champion level mark. So if he can keep on building from that, uh, that'll be pretty impressive. And a couple of the other standouts for the Grizz men. Uh, Jaden Green ran the sixth fastest time in the big sky this year in the hurdles. Cooper Hewitt won the 100 and the 200 and uh, ran top 10 times in the big sky as well. So uh, Treasure State star, star number one, the Grizz track and field team. Treasure State star number two, a young lady who we talked about a ton during her high school career at Missoula Sentinel, who then uh, had some injuries her senior year at Sentinel and then shocked a lot of people by signing with the University of Montana in track and field. She was a, a, a power five level recruit in track and field. And uh, it's a very good get for the Grizz track team. But Brooke Stainer, a local product, she's our second Treasure State star. She had uh, sort of her breakout performance of her young college career. She won the 100-meter hurdles and the 400-meter hurdles at the uh, the rivalry duel. And her times, uh, they're going to need to to get better to be a true podium contender in the big sky, but she's also only a freshman. So to be winning these races right out the gates uh, in her first rivalry duel, pretty darn impressive. And it's just good to hear from Brooke Stainer again because she was the catalyst as a junior to lift Sentinel uh, to the team state title and then uh, didn't have quite the, the finish to her senior year just because of injuries. And uh, now here she is at Montana running her hometown and uh, certainly doing well. Treasure State star number three, Alex Germer and Dougie Peoples, a couple former Montana players of the year. Alex Germer was the Max Preps player of the year at Missoula Sentinel. Dougie Peoples, the Gatorade player of the year uh, this last year at Butte Central. And both these young men, they're going to play for the defending national champs. Each one, uh, over the last week or so, signed with the College of Idaho. College of Idaho went 36-1 and this last year. Won the NAIA national title in men's basketball. And they're getting a couple really high-quality Montanans to join the squad. Uh, so College of Idaho continues uh, to set the pace. And uh, Dougie Peoples, Alex Germer, those guys will do nothing but help fortify the ranks there uh, for the Yotes. Treasure State star number four, how about a collection of Grizz who shined on their pro day? I thought Patrick O'Connell did nothing but help himself today. Justin Ford did nothing but help himself today. Marcus Wellnell really helped himself today. And Malik Flowers did nothing but help himself today. I thought all four of those guys. Yeah, pro, pro days are so fascinating because in the span of a couple tenths of a second, your dreams might just evaporate into dust. You know, just just running a bad 40 time or, you know, just not performing up to, to snuff, sometimes it could just fall apart on you so fast. But those guys, they all performed well in front of scouts. I thought physically they all looked really good, looked like they'd put in the work. And uh, it's just fun to see guys embrace an opportunity and uh, keep their dream going at least a little bit longer. We'll analyze what it all means, and we'll hear from all four of those guys uh, on the other side. Our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. More Grizz Pro Day, more NCAA Tournament Championship game, and some soccer. Jam-packed hour number two coming at you. Keep it right here. The one is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.